guys welcome back in uh on wednesday today this our normal uh normal schedule episode 92 mason how are we doing today doing well we got memorial weekend coming up um and we'll be hanging out for a big majority of it yeah we got so if, if you're familiar with southern wisconsin we got a lake geneva day sunday no work monday vibes are high vibes are high it's supposed <laughs> to be a great weekend like high 70s low 80s like all week yeah, getting the grass cut today or doing some. Oh, yeah. We we don't do we don't do no mo may at this house. Oh God, no, you can't. I mean, no. I've cut grass. I think for sure twice, but it might be three times. And I'll be I was going to cut it today, but it's pretty windy, so I'll probably do it tomorrow. I think I've mowed every week in May. Fuck the bees. Fuck the bees. <laughs> uh, oh yeah, yeah. I, and I just love cutting grass though. You can't go wrong. Throw your head headphones in. It's Kenny Chesney season now. Just whoa, just, just rock on out. Yeah, he's fully defrosted now. He's I, fully defrosted. <laughs> There's something about listening to Kenny Chesney in January that just doesn't sit right with me. I can't do it. That that is fair. That, that is fair. He he is a him and that him and Uncle Cracker together. That's a elite summer duo. You cannot. I already have. Yeah, I literally I, my whole Kenny Chesney ready to go on, on my. Uh, my hour and a half now cut. Oh. But yeah, last week we had some great traction for our first redraft mock of the year. So thanks to everybody who listened to that. Uh, you know, the, obviously it's it's May, but people are itching. People are itching to see uh, get any leg up in the competition they can. So uh, yeah, today the, honestly these are some of my favorite episodes we're about to do. The breakdowns are starting with the AFC East today because you know yes we we know obviously what everybody did last year, but when you really start doing a deep, deeper dive into the numbers, you, you kind of just figure out things. You're like, huh, you know, you, know you, you look at it from a different lens and start breaking it down. So yeah, these are, uh, these are some of my favorite episodes coming up here. Yeah. And you kind of just forget. And then honestly in free agency, there are a lot of things that a lot of players get added, a lot of players that left and, you know, you're trying to get strategic and think, okay, how is this new player going to gel with the vacated targets, vacated carries, um, you know, they teams obviously value guys that they bring in. They're paying them money that they didn't have to before. So it's always just nice to see, like, what, what guys are coming into what situation. Right. Uh, but, yeah, today's my draft. Uh, it's cringiest corporate America sayings. We, we both have had, had co- corporate jobs for five years now. It's, it, I feel like it's just wearing, worn down on me when I see some of these in emails or I hear some of these sayings in, uh, in meetings. So, Go for it. I have seven here. I I could have put more, but these are my favorite seven. So I have six, and okay. there are two that I really like. I think there is a one hundred and one. Um, I'm hoping I to get both of mine, um, but I'm gonna go with. Hey, Dodge, how you doing today? I'm just living the dream, man. <laughs> <laughs> that was definitely on my list, and it's just living the dream. <laughs> that you know they hate their life and they just want it to be friday that is hilarious that was number three on my list that was pretty high up there oh yeah that's the first one. <laughs> oh god it's, i just it's hope you don't take funniest. my second one it well you know what my first one's gonna be i'm glad you didn't take it it's to piggyback off what they okay. said i fucking hate the word piggyback it makes no it makes no sense just literally formulate your own thoughts 
and even if you want, you just don't, just say, "Oh, I'm bouncing off your idea." Oh, oh I like that. Go idea. On that. To, to, yeah, to elaborate, don't. Why are we saying piggy? Where did that even come from? <laughs> yeah, that just grinds my gear. Some some people hate moist. Some people hate pasty. I hate piggyback. Okay, um, I'm gonna go. It's one that that we've to each other. Another day, another dollar. No, I didn't even think of that. Day, another dollar. Oh my god, this is hilarious. Another day, another nickel. Oh god, another day, another. Another dollar. That's that's on the same level of what funniness is living the dream. Oh, I know. If if you say living the dream, that means you fucking hate your life. If you say another day, another dollar, that means you fucking hate your life. Yeah. Oh God! <laughs> All right. That, honestly, I don't know. I think I already lost this draft. This is this is rough. Uh, so I I have my one and my two, but I'm kind of pissed. I didn't think of another day, another dollar. My two is at at the end of a team's meeting. If it's scheduled from nine to nine thirty, and we end the end at like nine twenty six. I'll give you some. I'll give you some time back in your day. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. Thanks, thanks, oh. Janet, for the four extra fucking minutes. Let me just <laughs> let me go get more work done. Well, I had a oh conference my, I, call. I hate that. Oh, I had a conference <laughs> call, and it was it was about nine. It was like ten minutes to go, and it kind of seemed like it was over. And I said, "Well, no one had no one else." Uh, put it back in our day. <laughs> And I, just hate I hate that. Because if if you see the nine to nine thirty on your calendar and it ends early, that means you can get up from your desk and do nothing until nine thirty one. That does not oh, yeah. mean you're doing extra fucking work. No, yeah, you're going to the bathroom. You're taking a little walk. You're getting a snack. You are not. Unless, yeah. Like it's very very busy and something came up, obviously, but like it's usually not. So yeah, you just you get an extra five minutes. Just go do what you want, and you don't have to do work for that time. Trust, yeah, trust trust me middle managers big big managers we're not we're not doing anything productive with the time back in our day <laughs> i feel like there's a big tear break now unless you have other ones that i just completely thought of um the next four that i have they're good but they're not like the ones that we've just mentioned i'm gonna go with let's circle back to that oh okay i thought of it but it didn't make the list i i just hate it it's the same thing as the piggyback it's just it's literally the same thing as like, oh, to go off of what whatever said, instead of just let's to let's circle back. Like, who cares? Like, just bring it up. Like, just I, I, bring I it up. We're already talking about it. Just let's let's finish this conversation. Right. Uh, so my third one, we're only doing four rounds, right? Yeah. Okay. My third one here, it's it's along the same lines as another team's meeting. Every single meeting, if if someone is presenting, they start off with let me know when you can see my screen. Like we haven't been sharing our screen since fucking March of 2020. You know where the share the screen button is. You click it. Trust me. We can all see your fucking screen every single time. <laughs> I can't believe you get so <laughs> mad about that one. Let me know when you can see my screen. And no, it's hilarious when nobody says anything. <laughs> right. Yeah. Cause no one has their mic on. So you have to wait for someone to get their yeah, I'm, I'm playing my Nintendo Switch. I'm looking up yeah. if I can see a screen. Let me slip. All right, can carry on. Oh, I have. I just thought of it. I thought of it yesterday. Didn't write it down, and it just popped back in in my head that 
you know, we can do, we can do, let's do five. Cause I want to do this one, honestly. Okay. And not, we haven't taken each other's really, um, besides the living the dream one. Um, and it's not really a corporate saying at all, but you just hear all the time in business. And when you're just talking to people in the in office, so how's the weather been? Or how, oh. how about this weather? God, that's gross. <laughs> Even though we just did it. It was like, oh yeah, the weather's supposed to be great this weekend. But like, it, you're saying that to people you don't ever talk to. You're waiting in line for your food to reheat or you're on the phone with the customer. And you're like, so how's the weather down by you? Yeah, it, I hate small talk. And that is the, the weather is the 101 of small talk. So that those, those two just go hand in hand. Yeah, oh. It's, oh. but I, I always ask it whenever I'm on calls with customers because it's just an easy way to start, especially in Wisconsin. You know, we can get some crazy weather. Um, it's just an easy icebreaker for when I'm waiting for like the main call to start, but it's just terrible. Yeah. So the, I have my one, two, three, four. My four is pretty similar to one of yours. So I'm going to let you decide. It's similar to let's circle back to this. It's, oh, let's, no. take, it's let's take this offline. Is, is that is that different enough? Yeah, oh yeah, that's different, and it's not okay. what I had. So go ahead. Okay, yeah. So let's take this offline. It just again, it's the same thing with circling back to this. Just talk about it right now. I I, <laughs> I get there's some circumstances where you know middle managers they don't need to involve everybody. That not everybody needs to needs to discuss it. But just hearing, let's take this offline, especially if someone's directing that to me. That means another fucking meeting on my calendar. I don't <laughs> want to take this offline. <laughs> yeah, just get it all out now. <laughs> I already dreaded the first meeting. We're not let's do this on let's take this online. <laughs> okay. Oh, that's a good one. Um I do so I have three left um that we're not taking. I'm gonna go, it's kind of the same, it's definitely along the same lines, but it's just different wording. It's hey, you know, let's get back to the drawing board. Mm, okay. I, that was not on my list. Back to the drawing board. Yeah, I it's, it's, some of these are just so bad and honestly i can probably go through my emails or through my team's meetings and they're all in there within the past week oh for sure and That's again back to the drawing board it's the exact same thing but again you're having to start another meeting like it it's just like oh it's just so unnecessary like let's just say all right they're starting over like you don't yeah. need to get all fancy my my last one here i don't say it but everybody a, a lot of people in my office do just another day in paradise. Oh, that's a good one. <laughs> oh man, how is that the last pick? I, I I prefer living the dream. I prefer yeah. letting everybody know I'd like to kill myself soon, but <laughs> just, just another, another paradise is on the same paradise. level. <laughs> oh, that's a good one. Oh, that's a really good one. What, uh, what else? What else do you have? The last two I had was uh, don't count your chickens before they've hatched. Okay. And then don't reinvent the wheel. Oh, I hate that. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, I didn't even think of that, but that that just made my blood boil right there. Yeah, it's <laughs> like, okay, sometimes change is good, dude. Like, not trying to reinvent the wheel. Sometimes there is change that needs oh, to happen. God. <laughs> the only one the only other one I had was per my last email. Per my, Oh my god, <laughs> yes. But that that means if that's been being sent to me, that means I fucked up and they think I'm a dumbass. <laughs> <laughs> per my last email, and you can't oh, read there. or as you can see below, or anything. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right, so Mason's team is living the dream. I'm pissed I didn't get that one, but I couldn't take it anyway. It was this 101. Another day, another dollar. Let's circle back to this. 
How about this weather? Let's get back to the drawing board. My team is to piggyback off what they said. I'll give you some time back in your day. Let me know when you can see my screen. Let's take this offline and just another day in paradise. Yes, very, very COVID related with some of these picks. Didn't, no, nobody said, uh, let me know when you can see my screen before COVID happened. So. Oh, yeah. No, not at all. Unless you're the fortunate ones who could work from home before then. Yeah. Can you hear the lawnmower in the background? I have the window open. It's pretty loud over here. I can hear it now that you said something. All right. I'm closing the window. Let's start off with these, this AFC here. All uh, right. So, you want to just go in the order that team's finished then? Yep. So that's how I did it. So okay. we're, it's similar uh, similar breakdown as to, uh, to what we did last year, if you guys were around last year on this time. Uh, so we're going to start with the Bills since they finished in first, and then we'll go down the line based off rankings. We'll break down all fantasy-relevant players. And at the end, we will give our 2023 settings predictions. All right. Back to back QB1, and then to not three peat it, but was the QB2 last year in Josh Allen. Yeah. I, so I wrote, I wrote down is where they finished their stats, you know, 24.7 points per game, finished 4,200 yards, 35 touchdowns, 14 picks, 762 rushing yards, and seven rushing touchdowns. There was not much to write about Josh Allen because you'd be dumb if you think he's finishing outside the top five. Top five yeah. is his absolute floor. Yep, Ivan Ivan Roach is a top three quarterback. He can do it all. Um, he finished, you know, about 30 points behind Mahomes. You know, Mahomes was just on another level last year. Um, but then he was also, like, he was also 40 points ahead of the next guy, Joe Burrow, who finished as a QB3. Um, I mean, yeah, he can just do things. That, you know, Patrick Mahomes isn't going to rush for that many yards, but Josh Allen can. That's really what makes up for it. He has an elite wide receiver in Stephon Diggs. Um, he has an elite deep ball guy in Gabe Davis. He still has weapons. Assuming Diggs stays, he hasn't reported to OTAs yet. Um, those are just volunteers, but who cares? But yeah, Josh Allen, top three quarterback. There's really not much to you – know, if Diggs left, then maybe you could talk. You know, We could spend more time on him. But since right. he has his guys and they spent a high premium draft pick on an offensive weapon, it's – there's really no debating. So we just did our first redraft mock last last week. Is there a world where you would ever take a Josh Allen type quarterback and Patrick Mahomes type quarterback in the end of the second, third round, or no? I I mean I definitely I would I would. I'm not gonna say no. I never would because I definitely would. But there is just insane value. You know, I really like Herbert's value this year, like the fourth, fifth round, who could easily be the QB one. He was a QB two. Um, not this past year, but the season before. And then he's had tons of injuries. So there's just so much value. I mean, Jalen Hurts was a seventh-round draft pick last year um, right. in Dynasty and Redraft. But when you get those top two, top three guys, you just have such a huge positional advantage that it's so nice, but you're losing depth. So it's kind I know, of it just sucks. Oh. You're passing up on like guys like ETN, Garrett Wilson, Chris Olave. It's just that that's that's a huge cornerstone piece of your redraft team that you're passing up on. So yeah, and there were only three games last year where he was worse than a QB. T- there was technically four the Cincinnati game that they didn't play at all. Um, but other than that, it was just three games he was outside the top ten. Uh, one was the uh, QB 11, 14, and eighteen. But other than that, he was literally the Q Q nine or better. Um, just consistent and can win you weeks. Yep. 
All right. Well, so these running backs, they have James oh. Cook, and they added Damian Harris. This is a nightmare. So last year, uh, James Cook, 25% snap share, rushed for 500 yards, two touchdowns. Devin Singletary, who's not on the team anymore, but last year finished as the RB24 with 229 opportun- opportunities, which are vacated now, with 819 rushing yards and five touchdowns. I, It's so tough to know how much James Cook is going to get up from his 25% mm-hmm. and how much of that is going to be Damian Harris because, I mean, he's, he's not a young spring chicken, but he's still a serviceable running back, and, you know, the Bills like to go that those that duo running back. If it, if it were me, I'm – I'm staying away from both of these guys, to be honest. I think they'll both finish around a low-end RB2, maybe one of them a high-end RB3. But, yeah, I mean, it, if, if you you can't put these guys in your lineup. If you want them as backups, fine. But I'm not, I'm not jumping on the James Cook train like some other people this year. No, and, you know, they'll be around, you know, James Cook. You know, I don't remember where he went in our draft that we just did, but – I'm not taking him before the uh, round eight. So. Oh, I was going to say double digit round. Yeah, like that's I, I, that's where he could be going is the RB eight. The nice thing that is um, with Singletary gone is he saw 50, 52 targets, thirty eight receptions last year. That is nice, and that's why they they like Cook because he is a pass catcher. Um, but you know, Damon Harris was no slum. You know, he had five hundred, you know, three last year on the ground. They paid him this offseason when they didn't have to. They spent a second round on James Cook, and they still brought in Damian Harris. So it's probably going to be maybe a 60-40 timeshare, maybe more James Cook. But James Cook didn't do enough last year for you to be like, wow, I need him. Right. Less than 100 targets, you know, 500 rushing yards, and only two touchdowns. Um, It's it's a high-power offense, but they're kind of just in the middle of the road when it comes to the rushing attempts, you know, 19th in the league last year, ninth in rushing yards last year. Um, and they're, again, same with passing. You know, they, they don't do one thing amazing. They just do everything really well. And that's that's why like, you want running backs on high-power teams, but th- this team doesn't identify as one or the other. Right, and it also doesn't help when your quarterback's getting 124 rushing attempts, 762 yards. Yeah, he's their leading rusher, and he takes away goal line opportunities because he's 6'6", 250. Like, he's not a... Lamar Jackson, who's 6'2", 210. Like, he's a big guy and can take those goal line hits. So, yeah, it's I'm, I'm out on those guys as my RB1 or RB2s. Um, would like them more as my RB4s just for bench pieces, and maybe one does pop off. But, 100%. yeah, I'm staying away from both of them except for the, you know, double-digit rounds where I just need depth and, you know, you can't have too many running backs. Right. Uh, Diggs, another year older, but in my book, I don't think that matters. Still the wide receiver one on a high-powered offense. Uh, last year finished with 108 catches, 14, 29, and 11 touchdowns. Raul I wrote was will be top 10 again. Yep, I think I wrote uh, top five upside. That he was the you know uh, wide receiver five last year or four, um, and he just had a low point because he was the wide receiver one or two pretty much the whole way, and then weeks 14 through 17 play, but weeks 14 through 17 that's when he dropped from the wide receiver two down to the wide receiver five. Um, but I mean, yeah, he's going to see 150 targets. He's seen that 150 or more targets last three years. I don't know why it would change. He had nine games as a top 10 wide receiver last year. Um, Dalton Kincaid will take some targets away, but not a lot. Like he is still their focal point. Yeah. Uh, the wide receiver too, though, Gabe Davis. He was the hot, he was the hot man going into last year. 
he and I was never in that boat, and I'm glad I wasn't. But he finished as a wide receiver 27. But we what you know, looking back at our previous episodes, we bashed him almost every week. It seemed like he dropped out. He, you know, if he finished as a high end wide receiver three, it seemed like he did worse than that. But 48 catches, 836 yards, and seven touchdowns. Again, he was being drafted as high as the fifth round. Fifth round. Yeah, I yeah. took him in the fifth round. But you know, it's. I think the hype is still going to be there. I think he's getting. One, he's going to get one more chance because he is. I. I don't believe Dalton Kincaid is going to be the second highest target share guy. It's still going to be to Gabe Davis. I uh, had ninety three targets last year. I think he'll finish around that same again. I mean, I'm not drafting him in the fifth round, but if he finished, yeah. if he was my wide receiver three on this offense, I think I got to give him one more shot. But he, yeah, he, I'm not drafting him to be my wide receiver two or higher. Yeah, no, and his, his three seasons in the, in the league, his yard per catches have been 17.1, 15.7, 17.5. Like, that's what he does. He catches those deep balls. He makes big-time plays. Um, you know, we saw it in the AFC Championship game, you know, two years ago. That's why he can't. He was so so wanted so badly um, to hope that he could just keep on that pace, on that streak. Um, but he is a uh, boomer bust. Uh, he had – the wide receiver 13, 1, and 9. But then he had, I believe it was, eight other games outside the top 40. So very boomer bust. You know, if he can get you know, maybe just a little bit more consistent in there, then he'd be a, a great flex option. Um, but, again, they did add Dalton Kincaid, who they like a lot in the slot. Um, again, he's this, definitely the number two on the team. And I think he still will see the second most targets. But he cannot go – there's no way he goes in the fifth, sixth, seventh round, probably around the eighth, ninth, where I'm comfortable taking him. I agree. Uh, Dawson Knox, Dalton Kincaid. I mean, you spend a first-round value, and it's, there's insane hype around Kincaid. How much volume will we see? I don't know. But th- last year, Dawson Knox is a sole tight end. Uh, tight end 14, 48 catches, 517 yards, six touchdowns. I think most of that will go to Kincaid this year. I think Dawson Knox will be pretty much irrelevant. But, I mean, we're, people are talking about taking him middle of the first round in, in rookie, uh, rookie, Start, or, rookie, yeah, rookie drafts in Dynasty, which is totally insane. I, I don't think he's going to produce. You know, most of these first-year, second-year, even third-year tight ends don't produce as much as their hype. So, I mean, temper your expectations. There's just insane – hype around Kincaid for no reason right now, in my opinion. I, I do like Kincaid a lot. I know we did our hot takes episode two weeks ago, and I said two tight end, rookie tight ends will be in the top 12. I think he can very well be in the top 12. Again, we've talked about a high-power offense, a high-scoring offense with an elite quarterback. They like him a lot in the slot. So Dawson Knox can be out there, um, but he'll be more of a pass blocking and more in that standard tight end role where Kincaid, at least from you know reports so far, they like him in the slot a lot um, and run, running at the seam. So I think he's going to see a, a good amount of volume for a rookie tight end. And it doesn't take much to be a top 12. Like, like you mentioned, Knox was the tight end 14. So two spots away, had 48 catches, 517 yards, and six touchdowns. Like that's not a big drop off. To, that's not that hard to do with Josh Allen as your quarterback and that offense. So I do like Kincaid. Um, he's going to go super late in redrafts. You know, best ball drafts can be super late. Um, I, I do like his value. If you get a guy like a Kittle, 
you know, um, or even Waller, those those top tight ends who have gotten banged up in the past. And you can plug him in, I think, later on, and he'll get you probably like eight points a week. I, you know, I, like I, an average. I disagree with what you're saying. He's going to go late in drafts. I think as the as the uh, workout offseason workouts and preseason comes along, he's going to be drafted around that Dalton Schultz, Dallas Goddard tight end, like sixth, seventh, eighth round area. And that's just no. I th- I think people will drink the Kool Aid and take the hype, and that's just totally insane. I'll take Fryermuth. I'll take Schultz. I'll take Goddard. I'll take all those middle tight. I'll take Evan Ingram over Dalton Kincaid. I think the hype is just going to be too wild. And I mean, the Dawson Knox hype last year was wild too. I took him in the seventh, eighth round and I regret it. All right. So Dalton Kincaid right now on best ball is the tight end 13. Um, the guys there, he is, he's above Greg Dulcich, Cole Komet, Tyler Higby, Juwan Johnson. Um, and then just Sam Laporta, Mike Kosicki, Michael Mayer. So like the guys that he's going around, Greg Dulcich, Mike Moore. Um, you know, Cole Komet on a, in a non-passing offense, they brought on DJ Moore, they brought on Bob Tanyan. Um, I would rather have Kincaid. So the only guy that he's going ahead, ahead of in uh, best ball right now is Greg Dulcich. So I, I like where he's going right now. I think it's a good value that has upside. I don't, I'll... see, I don't see Dulcich having higher upside than Kincaid. I think Dulcich is a safer pick. Um, but yeah, what were you about to ask? I was going to say, outside the top 12, I'm fine with. Yeah, and the guy from Tennessee, Okun- whatever, Okonkwa, he's at 12. Schultz is at 11. Ferrari Muth is at 10. Like, he's right around those guys that are just safer picks. Um, and I think he j- he has the best quarterback out of all those guys that I just listed. I, I, w- I would agree. So, I'm curious to see where uh, where he stands, where he's going in August. Yeah. Uh, Dolphins last year, nine. We didn't say the Bills record, but last year they finished first at 13 and three. Dolphins last year were second place at nine and eight, barely made the playoffs. Uh, Tua, QB 15. You know, we the storyline all last year was his concussions. He only played uh, 13 games, finished as a QB 15. Uh, he's not played more than 13 games in any of his first three seasons. <laughs> so, if this is a big if, it's probably not a realistic if, but if he stays healthy. He's a top ten quarterback with those weapons. Would you agree? Um, I think he definitely can be. I had top twelve upside. Um, I just think there are guys like Lamar and Rodgers last year who, you know, one was banged up in play. Uh, Rodgers just wasn't who Aaron Rodgers is. We'll talk about him in a couple minutes. I think those guys have way higher ceilings, and I'd rather have over Tua. Um, yeah, I, I mean, but let's he does. Do- I think he's right that he 10 does. 12, but he's not going to be. Yeah. Like if Aaron Rodgers ends up being the QB four, you're like, yeah, I'm not shocked. He just threw for 42 touchdowns. Lamar Jackson does it. You're not shocked. If Tua does it, I am. I'm shocked. I mean, if, if Tua was his 17 game pace last year, he was on pace to throw over 4,000 yards and over 30 touchdowns. It's just, yeah. can he stay on the field? Which I yeah. don't think he will. That's fair. Yeah. He played, like you said, 13. Um, and we'll, again, now just with the history of the concussions, we'll definitely see. But he does have two elite fast weapons and a good offensive minded coach. So he does have a lot of things in his, you know, a lot of uh, things in his pocket in his core. So talk about uh, another running back nightmare. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> Dolphins. So Dolphins running backs in 2022. Moster was the RB 26 with 152 fantasy points. 
Jeff Wilson, RB29, with 147 fantasy points. You add in Devin A. Chain to the mix. He's a small running back, 5'9", 188 pounds. He'll be the pass catcher. This is a, just a fucking nightmare to try and figure out. I, again, same with the Bills. I, I'm not drafting any of these guys to be starting in my lineups. Yeah. These are these are great backup pieces. One of these guys, one of these three guys will emerge. Maybe not. Did, we didn't see it last year. If one was RB26, RB29. But if one emerges, that's fine. I'm not taking a shot really on any of them to do anything of value or put them in my plug them into my lineup. They will each have a game that they finish as the RB three or better. They like they that, will. <laughs> they, they each. I mean, uh, Mostert technically was the RB four in a game last year with nine carries, twenty nine yards, but he had eight catches for sixty two yards and a touchdown. Um, there's a, other game is RB seven, RB ten, RB fifteen. I think he's the guy that I would pick, I would pick first. He is the oldest, um, and then I'd probably go A chain and then Wilson. Um, and if I had a if I had to rank them, that's the ranking I would do. Um, I mean, most are tall, forty two targets. That's that's pretty good with having those other two big weapons. They did just lose Mike Kosicki, who was uh, every now and then a playable tight end. Um, I he I didn't even write a stats down because I just don't care about Mike Kosicki this year. <laughs> no. um, but there are going to be more targets available. You know, obviously they're going to go to Tyreek and Waddle, but these RBs will see around each 40-ish targets. Um, but again, it's just a weird three-headed monster on a kind of high-power offense, a smart coach, a good old line. Um, but yeah, if I had to take one, I'd go Mostert, um, A-Chain, and then Wilson. Yeah, I would I would be most shocked if one running back emerges over the other two. Oh, and yeah. It, no. They're all going to get like – 35 to 40 percent snap share and it's just going to be a nightmare to figure out each week yeah it's just going to you have to ride the hot hand um from week to week and it'll probably just vary every week but yeah that's just how it goes with when you have a non-elite running back in this kind of offense yeah uh let's couple hill and waddle together because there's not much to talk about hill last year wide receiver two waddle wide receiver seven Tyreek Hill is top five upside again. Jalen Waddle is top ten upside again. Yep, that's that's what I wrote. 170 targets for one, 117 for the other. Um, I mean Waddle is Waddle is the big play guy. I mean, so is obviously Tyreek with that freakish with that freakish speed. But Waddle's the guy who he's not going to lead the league the team in targets. We know who that is, but he can still do a lot with not that much. His yards per. Uh, Touch were, were only 11 point, or excuse me, yards per catch were 18. That's what he does. Um, that's why he was a top 10 NFL draft pick a couple years ago. If you can get Waddle in a round and a half later, like you did last year, I would rather have Waddle just because you can get both, like you can get another top 10 player. Um, and you might not be able to get that at the um, at, at that spot besides him. Um, but if you pick Tyree kill, you know what you're going to get as well. Top five wide receiver. Yep. And so I had to go over the depth chart on ESPN to look this up. Do you know who the tight end one is now on the dolphins? No, I had to look it up. Um, but <laughs> yeah, Smith, Smythe. Durham Smythe. Yeah. So I, I did write Kisiki stats down tight end 22 last year. He only got just caught 32 balls, 362 yards for five touchdowns. I wrote no thanks. <laughs> how many? I'm gonna look up, how many targets did he get? Uh, I don't know. You could. I'm sure you can okay. easily look it uh, up. Yeah, but. it was 52. 
No, just no. <laughs> but if, those two targets will get split out, and they're not going to go to the tight end because we don't know who he is. No. All right. Patriots last year at 8-9 just missed out on the playoffs. Uh, Mac Jones, QB 23, 3,000 <laughs> yards, 14 touchdowns, 11 picks. There's no guarantee Jones is a starter all year if he, if he comes out flat. There's there's no reason why you should be taking a shot at Mac Jones in redraft leagues. I wrote gross, bad offense. Don't they don't throw, and they have one okay pass catcher. Exactly. Yeah, I I'm I have Mac Jones my dynasty on our dynasty league, and I don't even want him. It's just I don't even know why I haven't <laughs> dropped him yet. He's is it's a one quarterback league. He's the third quarterback on my roster. I don't plan on taking a quarterback in a draft for a while, so it. I mean. He's, he's the backup, backup plan right now. Yeah. I mean, yeah. This guy that you are excited to have on this team, maybe one and a half, but even the half, you're not excited. And it's nope. just for Stevenson. Yeah. Um, I don't know if he can do top five upside again, just because of the scoring is like the, the offense in general, but he was RB seven and I wrote top seven. Like he could be the, the, set, the RB seven again, um, with not having a lot of touchdowns. He only had five rushing touchdowns last year and one receiving. Six total touchdowns, he was RB7. Yeah. Um, it, he had 88 targets, 70 catches, 420 yards in the air. That's what makes him Stevenson. You just have to wonder, is that going to be the same now? Yeah, I mean, before the NFL draft, everybody, he was the guy that most people were worried about that was going to be replaced in the draft. They didn't draft anybody. Huge W. Dude's just a PPR machine. We saw how much Belichick used him last year. I think he'll use him again this much this year. Uh, there's no there's no guarantees James Robinson's making the roster. They have Pierre Strong. They have another second-year guy I forgot the name of. But Stevenson's coming into year three. This, this is just a full full smash hit for him. Yeah, he should be right around that 7-10. to 10. Again, just with the bad offense, it's not a – a lot of scoring opportunities, which why I don't think that's why I don't think he can be the our, our top five. Um, but he'll be really close. Um, you know, I, I think Robinson is the backup uh, going into the year. You know, they paid him and not a lot, but they got him in offseason when they didn't have to. Um, and he's done it before. Um, but, you know, he had 100, 106 carries are gone. Uh, Damien Harris has, has left. They're not all going to go to Stevenson. Belichick likes to use multiple running backs. Um, but yeah, Stevenson is about as a safe pick in fantasy this year at the running back spot as you. Yeah. Uh, so, I've, so we'll talk about Juju in a second, but Devonte Parker, Tyquan Thornton, Kendrick Bourne, Hunter Henry, Mike Kosicki, I wrote all no. Yeah, it's not great. So they did draft uh, Thornton in the second round last year. So you have to think he'll take a step up. Um, I have seen some reports that he is making those steps, but Again, you he'll go undrafted in your redraft yeah. league and get him on waivers if you really want him and don't want to waste a pick. Um, the only pass catching guy that you are going to draft and will be drafted is Juju. Wide receiver, twenty seven last year, hundred one targets, seventy eight catches, over nine hundred yards, and three touchdowns. That was with Patrick Mahomes and a lot better high power offense. Um, I think. He'll be a wide receiver three. I think a wide receiver three. You know, anywhere from a wide receiver twenty-five to what thirty-six or whatever it is. Yeah, I mean the, the same tomato tomato. I basically wrote the same thing. I mean, last year Jacoby Myers as the wide receiver one on this team was a wide receiver twenty-eight. 
67 catches, 804 yards, and six touchdowns. I wrote ceiling is wide receiver 24 for Juju. So pretty much yep. the same thing. Yeah. It, it was, oh, it's so bad that he went there and because he had a really, he had a good season with the Chiefs, but um, yeah, he wanted the money and I think they're paying him the same that Myers is getting paid in Vegas. So it, it would, I wouldn't be shocked if they have the exact same stats. <laughs> pretty much. I mean, yeah, Juju hasn't been balling since Antonio Brown was on the other side of him. I mean, is Juju a wide receiver one? Probably not, but no. he's a fine flex option for you. Yes. Jets, last year 7-10, and 10, uh, but they did not have Mr. Aaron Rodgers on the team. Or uh, Mr. Al Lazard. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, I mean, his, his career, Rodgers' career average, played so many years, 501 pass attempts. 4,000 yards, 32 touchdowns, six picks. He just elevates everybody on the roster. I, you, you have to elevate everybody from what mm-hmm. they did last year. Uh, I mean, Rodgers, we'll do our standing predictions in a minute, but Rodgers will take this team to the playoffs, and I think uh, think big things are ahead for the Jets. Yeah, I think Rodgers has top eight upside when it comes to fantasy. He had two years he was injured, and since he's been the starter, um that he was not a top 10 quarterback and that the third one was last year when he was QB 13. Um, and that was with a lot, a lot of young receivers. Um, it just wasn't going well. So you can pretty much lock in that he'll be a top 10 quarterback in fantasy and he's going super late. Uh, he went in about the 10th round in our redraft, uh, draft that we just did. Why can't he do that now? Um, I, I think he, he just has a really good upside. Yeah, I'm targeting Rodgers in almost every redraft mock I'm doing. I, and, and that's why I'm passing on some of these early quarterbacks like Burrow, Mahomes, you know, guys like that. I mm-hmm. fucking love where Rodgers is going. I hope he stays there. Yeah. Uh, but let's talk about uh, – I started out great, was on path to be the offensive rookie of the year, and ended up going to his teammate because he got injured. Uh, you know, I, I suspect uh, – I'm expecting a slow start, but I think he'll finish super strong and could be a league winner. Their schedule is Mm -hmm. tough early on. Very, very tough early on. They could be three and three or four and four. That's how tough their schedule is. Um, But the second half of their schedule is a lot easier. And I think that's when he's going to get back to his, you know, 90%, 95%. Yeah. I mean, last year before the injury with Mike White and Zach Wilson, he was on pace for over a thousand rushing yards and 500 receiving yards. So, I, I mean, I would not be shocked if he wasn't ready for week one. But it, it, if so, if he's not ready for week one, I think you'll be able to get a top five upside back at a discount. But assuming he is, I, I would be fine with taking him as my RB one, knowing that hey, maybe he'll finish as an RB thirteen, RB fourteen to start. But just I, I agree with you, he is a league winner. Yeah, they have a they have a stretch from weeks twelve through sixteen. Playoff start, um, and that that's when I think he'll people leagues. Right. Uh, let's talk about the offensive rookie of the year, though. Garrett Wilson last year, wide receiver nineteen again with Zach Wilson again with Mike White, one hundred and forty-seven targets his rookie year, eleven oh three and four. Uh, he is, in my opinion, he has top ten upside with Rodgers. I don't know if he has top five upside. He's he would have to have a 
insane monster season, but it, I, I'm not putting it out of the realm of possibility, but I think he'll finish it around the 6-10 to 10 range. Yeah, I, I did write top five upside. Um, he's going to go from an uh, offense that had, what, probably less than 20 passing touchdowns to a quarterback that will throw. You could probably pencil in 32 or more. He'll, he'll need, like, 17, 1,800 yards and double-digit touchdowns. For, for a guy like him, um, I think he can be a top five guy. Music to my ears. Love to hear it. <laughs> the, well, because the difference between where he was at, which is 21, compared to we'll go top 10, is 15 points – or, excuse me, 25 points. That was, that was the difference, 25 points. So, I definitely think he, he can be easily a top 10 guy and finish top five. Okay. So, pencil him in as a top 10 wide receiver is what we're telling you here. Yes. Uh, Alan Lazard, last year, uh, he finished uh, 100 targets, 788 yards, and six touchdowns. Borderline wide receiver two last year, borderline or slash three last year. I think he's going to finish around the same on the Jets this year. Just translate it over. Yeah. It's, he's not going to – he might – he has that connection with Rodgers as Wilson and Rodgers start growing, but it's kind of what we saw with Watson last year. Once it took second half of the season – Watson took over. Lazard was kind of the next man up. Um, and, yeah, those are really the only – I don't want really want Randall Cobb at all. Um, no. Or these are the only two pass catchers that I want. And then I wrote Conklin, question mark. I did. I, I did write him. <laughs> tight end 16. He saw 87 targets, uh, over 500 receiving. Um, yeah, Rodgers and tight ends, you know, we saw Bob Tunyon have an amazing – Two, three years ago, then he got injured, and then last year it was just what it was. I think he can be okay, but again, he's. I'm not going into the season with him as my starting tight end. No, he'll, he'll finish as a tight end five one week, tight end fifteen the next week. He'll just be unsteady, a weekly uh, play by matchup type guy. You pick off waivers. Yeah, he's gonna go undrafted. He's in best ball. He's currently the tight end thirty two behind Isaiah Likely, who's not even the starting tight end on his team. So, yeah, you do not have to draft him. Don't waste a pick. You can get him uh, during uh, during waivers. Yep. All I right. did I did write down Michael Carter just because okay. of Brees Hall. He's not going to be getting the uh, heavy workload like he was. But I think, again, early on, even though it is a tough schedule, um, I do think early on Michael Carter will be um, – not necessarily usable, but just a guy that you can have. And then that way, again, Brees Hall is coming off injury. It's, you know, an ACL. If it doesn't go smooth, Michael Carter's that next guy up, you know, unless maybe they sign, you know, Kareem Hunt in the offseason. Um, you know, Zeke doesn't have a home yet. I'm sure he will by the time the season starts. But it's just, you know, if you, if you draft Brees Hall, you could get Michael Carter probably almost undrafted. I, I would say undrafted, yeah. No, he's drafted Michael Carter. Yeah, so just a, it's just a nice handcuff. So 2023 standings predictions. Uh, first place, I have the New York Jets going Same. from go, going from worst to first at 13 and four. I did have that. I think I changed it to 12 and five. Um, there again, we mentioned their end of the schedule. After here's we'll just go through their schedule because it's insane how hard it is to start out. Buffalo, Dallas, Patriots, Chiefs, Denver, Philly. And then they have a bye week. 
They have two playoff teams, Giants and Chargers. They'll probably be favored in both. And then Vegas, Buffalo. But then they have Miami, Atlanta, Houston, Miami, Washington, Cleveland, Patriots. They could start three and three, four and four, and still end up with a twelve and five, thirteen and four record. They could. Uh, they, they they could easily run the table. They were seven and ten last year with horrific QB play. The running back was in. They upgraded the RBs coming back. They brought on you know Alan Lazard, who you know probably as an all around receiver might be better than Elijah Moore. Um, better blocker, not a better pass catcher. But that defense is just going to get better. They were super young last year. They had the defensive rookie of the year. He's going to be better. Um, it's just a defense that they they don't need to just keep a team under 14 points to win. They can give up a couple, but they probably still won't. Um, I, I like the Jets a lot and just their schedule. Yeah, I wouldn't be shocked if after we do uh, all the AFC, if the Jets end up at 13-4 and four and get the one seed. Yeah, I think it's them or the Chiefs probably most likely um, as that one-two seed, just in my opinion right now. We'll, again, see more throughout you know training camps and you know, we'll visit back to it. Uh, but, yeah, I just think I, I think they have an amazing opportunity here with that elite defense, playmakers, and then he just brought on a first ballot unanimous Hall of Famer at quarterback. Yep. Uh, Buffalo Bills, I'm assuming you have in second place. I have them yep. at 12 and 5. I have 11 and six. So we each have each team, just one game different than each other. Yeah. I mean, the, the bills played the, uh, the bears this year. So that's where that loss comes from. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> they play the bears again. Yeah. Week two. Oh, I know. No, that's, they don't. That's, pre- that's preseason. Sorry. Yeah. I was, <laughs> I was pulled up their schedule and they, I was looking at the Patriots, which didn't add in the preseason, but the bills did for some reason. But okay. Yeah. The, no, the, the bills have a first place schedule and they have a tough schedule here. Yeah, their first half, I'm not going to go through it, but their second half from week nine on, tell me where there's one guaranteed win. Okay, I would say, I would say you know, no, no division game is a guaranteed win, so I can't. Right, so it's Cincinnati, it's at Cincinnati, Denver's probably the easiest, but who knows. Okay, so Cincinnati, Denver, Jets, Philly, Kansas City, Dallas, Chargers, New England, Miami. <laughs> yeah. Where, if Denver is what they're they were supposed to be last year, Sean Payne, Russell Wilson's back, that's that's probably the only like I'm like yeah they should win that game. But if Denver's you know that's week ten, if they're six and four, seven and three by then, that's not a guaranteed win. I yeah I only see two guaranteed wins: the Commanders and the Buccaneers on this schedule. Uh, I think I think Vegas starting out in week three. I'm Ve- Vegas isn't, Vegas isn't a cakewalk. Not a cakewalk, but it's it's in Buffalo, tough place to play. as a far travel for Vegas. You know, Devontae already wants out, so there's already issues going on. Um, I would say that's, you know, Vegas will finish around 7 and 10 again. But I just don't see them ever blowing out a team, but they can easily get blown out by a team. Okay. Uh, I'm assuming we both have the Dolphins in third place? Yep. I have the Dolphins at 10 and 7. I have to go with the, that narrative with – a double-digit win team misses the playoffs, and I think the Dolphins will be might be that team. I went nine and eight, so just another oh. game, one game lower than you. Okay, I mean, yeah, the Dolphins they they have a third place schedule here. They get to play the Panthers, they get to play the the Commanders, the Titans. Mm-hmm. They just have an easier schedule. So, and um, then Patriots. The, well, that's, I'm, I'm gonna guess you have them at eight and nine because I have them at seven and ten. I have the Patriots at five and twelve, and that's wow. being honest. Wow. Have you taken a look at this fucking schedule? 
I mean, yeah, it's roughly the same as what the other teams are playing. Yeah, to, honestly, they have. They they have the command. They have the Colts, which is which is different. They have, uh, they have the Steelers on their schedule. They have the Saints on their schedule. Oh, I'm on the Bills. That's why I couldn't see them. I clicked the wrong team. This Patriots team is definitely finishing last in this division. If they get two wins out of these six games, that's going to be a fucking miracle. I get they still have Bill Belichick, whatever. They have the Eagles, Dolphins, Jets, Cowboys, Saints, Raiders. I am high on the Raiders, higher than you are. Bills, Dolphins, Commanders, Colts, which are easier. Giants, Chargers, Steelers, Chiefs, Broncos, Bills, Jets. Tell me where they get five wins. <laughs> well, they're, they're going to get... They're going to get two in this division somehow. They always do. They, they um, always do. They always do. So whether that's, you know, that could be the last week when the Jets don't need to play. They're going to, you know, th- th- it could be then. Um, Indy's garbage. I'm not sold on the Giants. Um, I'm not sold on Pittsburgh. Chargers, they go up in the air. They're 50-50. Saints, they're not, that's not, yeah, that's a easier opponent. Raiders easier. Um, you know, like, they're, they're going to get probably – they're going to get six, for sure five, but they always seem to win games that they're not supposed to because Bill Belichick. I don't see it happening this year. I think this is a huge drop-off for them with oh. the <laughs> and, their, and their second-place schedule. Don't see it. And then they'll get and then they'll get and Caleb Williams. And, oh, God. No, I, I saw it. I don't know if it was Bleacher or, or ESPN or what, but I saw the uh, projected top ten picks for last year or for next year. Did you see that? Uh, I've seen it, but not recently. It was, it was like two days ago. The Cardinals okay. get the 101 and the Texans get the 102, which is the Cardinals pick. So yep. the Cardinals get both both uh, top picks. And they had the Packers getting the eighth overall pick. Not a lot of people are high in the Packers this year. No, no one is. And it's, you know, it's kind of nice not having that target on their back. And, you know, it's, I just don't see if Jordan Love plays the way Aaron Rodgers did last year, which was just average. Why wouldn't they be the, around the same? You know, that's just my thinking of it. Um, but I do have them around like that seven and ten to nine and eight record. I'm not having them like at twelve and five, right? Um, but no, I think they'll be right around that five hundred, um, you know, area. So yeah, I already typed my standings into the slides. You have to go still type in your hot takes and go go type in okay. the standings. Uh, that'll do it for the AFC East. Next week we'll finish out the East. We'll do NFC East. Okay. We, yeah, we can just go opposite then. All right. Boom. As always, follow us. Ask us any questions. We haven't gotten a lot of uh, off-season questions. I know, you know some people aren't as invested as others, but ask us questions on Instagram, TikTok. Follow us at The Kneel Down. Post on there almost every day still throughout the off-season, and we will catch you guys next week. Yep. Have a great Memorial weekend. Stay safe, and we'll see you next week.